0: Bill O'Reilly here, Friday, December 3rd, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening this week in America. New strain of COVID makes landfall in the USA. LeBron James blocked from playing because he apparently has COVID. 40% of people in LA do not feel safe in their own neighborhoods. Record number of Americans set to travel this Christmas season. Also, I had viewers sound off, but first, COVID's new variant confirmed in California. Scientists believe the strain is more contagious than Delta, but may cause less severe symptoms. The nation's highest transmission rates can now be found in Michigan, New Hampshire, New Mexico, Vermont, Minnesota. All five states voted for President Biden. I don't know what that means, But the blue states have more COVID than the red states at this point. NBA star LeBron James out indefinitely because of the league's health and safety protocols. The vaccinated athlete, at least he says he's vaxxed, tested positive for COVID, a breakthrough case. James questioning the decision to put him on the shelf, writing, quote, something fishy is going on. LeBron James makes $41 million a year playing for the Los Angeles Lakers. He earns another $70 million through endorsements. Maybe he'll make a Vax commercial. Four in ten folks living in Los Angeles say the homeless population makes them feel unsafe. The poll published by The Hill cites a growing number of residents concerned with human waste on the streets, used syringes and playgrounds and people suffering from major mental health problems roaming around. Roughly 75,000 people live on the streets of Los Angeles, the most in the country, a figure up 15% compared to 2019. A record number of Americans hitting the road this December, travel experts predict 125 million people We'll visit friends and relatives over the holidays. Two-thirds will use the family car. 15% will fly. The average person spends $500 on travel between Thanksgiving and New Year's Day. Vacations last Christmas, down 75% because of COVID. And now we have new COVID stuff. But it seems Americans are going to grandma's house. In a moment, listeners have their say. Right back with it. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listeners, sound off. We do this each Friday. You can reach me, Bill, at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Let us begin with Ed in Leesburg, Virginia. Bill, you recently said that Mexican President Obrador is not afraid of Joe Biden as he was with Donald Trump, resulting in Mexico's recent denial of troops to help with the border situation. Previously, you said it was a deal that Trump and Obrador made in which Trump backed off the war on drugs if Mexico would help with the border situation. Uh, Here's what I said, Ed. President Trump was considering designating the drug cartels as terrorist groups. Had he done that, we could have used special forces and drones to attack the drug cartels within Mexico. When you're designated a terrorist group, you can be attacked by the USA. Obrador did not want that because it would make him look weak. So a deal was reached. Mr. Trump would not designate the cartels terrorists and the Mexican president would provide troops. That is what happened. Let's go to Loretta, Fargo, North Dakota. Is President Trump really electable since half the country hates him? How would this benefit the country? Loretta, I don't get into this. All right, I can tell you that Mr. Trump got 74 million votes and maintains a lot of popularity among his base. He does want to run again. I don't know whether that is going to be possible. Many things can happen. But if you compare Trump's record to Biden's, wow. Donald Trump is never going to get Democrats to vote for him. But independents? Well, that's another story. And that's where the next election, 2024, will be decided in the independent precincts. Warren Norco, California. What are the chances that Democrats and Biden will shut down the country again at election time 2022 and 2024? Look, nobody knows how this COVID thing's going to shake. I mean, nobody knows. In Europe, it's mass chaos, people uh, being forced to stay in their homes. Here, it looks like the vaccine is rising to the 70% number, but nobody can predict that. And let's just all pray because this COVID thing is just wrecking our society and the world. There's no doubt about it. Barbara, Lake Oswego, Oregon. Nice town outside of Portland. Why isn't there an independent counsel investigating Joe Biden's China collusion? There is real evidence versus Donald Trump's manufactured evidence. Um, that would have to go through the attorney general. Merrick Garland. So what are the odds, Barber, that Garland, a devoted Democrat, is going to investigate his boss, Joe Biden? I would say zero. There you go. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by putting it together. For more honest news analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com. And you should check that website out every day. You'll learn a lot and you'll have some fun. In a moment, something you might not know. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Christmas Day, quickly approaching 2.2 billion Christians celebrating the birth of Jesus in every country on Earth. The holiday season conjures images of decorated trees, religious services, gift-giving, and of course, Santa Claus. But the origin behind the jolly fat man is very different than you might expect. Here's how St. Nick went from a Turkish monk to a Christmas icon. Born in Turkey around 280 AD, Nicholas became the subject of many legends. He gave away all his wealth, traveled the countryside, helping the poor and sick. His popularity spread, and Nicholas became known as a protector of children and sailors. After he died, he was canonized a saint. His feast day is celebrated on the anniversary of his death, December 6th. By the Renaissance, Nick was the most popular saint in Europe. Even during the Protestant Reformation, when the veneration of Catholic saints was discouraged, Nicholas remained very big, especially in Holland, where he was called Klaus. The Dutch brought the tradition to North America in the late 18th century, In 1809, author Washington Irving helped popularize the Sinterklaas stories when he referred to St. Nicholas as the patron saint of New York. Americans loved the character, but hated the name. So we changed Sinterklaas to Santa Claus sometime in the 1850s. Today, 93% of American households celebrate Christmas. Nine in 10 of us say St. Nick plays a major role. And here's something else you might not know. You can thank American capitalism for Santa's iconic look. Two popular companies are credited with creating his red jumpsuit. In the 1940s, both Coca-Cola and Macy's used Santa Claus in their Christmas advertisements. They crafted Santa's suit to match their branding. Both are red and white. His department store look swept the nation after the release of the 1947 movie, A Miracle on 34th Street. That's where Macy's is. Back after this. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.